0: Welcome to the Rucci Strength Strengthcast.
1: Dan and Paul are the owners of one of the largest powerlifting gyms in the world, Ruchi's Gym, and are experienced powerlifting coaches. Join them as they discuss and debate all things powerlifting and strength training with some fun stuff thrown in. For more information, visit ruchisgym.com.
2: morning everyone paulie good morning so it's been a couple of months since we've done our last podcast um there's been a hell of a lot going on here at ruchi's gym um which has just made it a little bit difficult um a few things come to mind one we've just taken on board our latest strength coach elliot who's here with us today say hi el hey guys so look yeah elliot's here today we're gonna. we're going to basically get Elliot to explain who he is and where he's come from, um, and maybe go into some detail of what his role is here at Ruchi's gym. Um, I've also had a new baby who's three weeks old today, little Ronnie Mia Ruchi. So um, a lot of our time has just been, you know, getting shit done, so to speak. Um, Paulie, you want to say anything? We're just going to sit there in silence.
0: Nothing much more to add, it's great to have Elliot on board Maybe I'll quickly talk about the APL a bit later Because we've got that coming up on the 5th of April Registration's looking good, probably going to hit around 40, which is great And uh, we have John and Thomas coming in from over east as well And we're about to grandfather some referees, which is kind of cool non
2: some referees yeah, <laughs> 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 Alright, let's, uh, let's start with Elliot though all right, um, Elliot's been with us now since mid-February, um, he's come on board as a strength coach, but obviously he'll be doing a plethora of duties here at the gym because, well, there's a lot of shit to do.
1: Yeah, there is a lot to do.
2: Um, look, Elliot, look, man, Just let's just start right back from the beginning and maybe explain how you got into the industry, how long you've been in the industry for, what your experience is, um, and sort of what the path that led you here to, to our gym.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah? Uh, damn, I think I started back in the industry, I think 2013, maybe late 2013, early mm-hmm. 2014. Uh, in a commercial setting, I was administration, reception, swiping cards, sexy, taking Did names Did you wear a little skirt only on certain days of the week? <laughs> uh, and uh, eventually moved from Balga, just around the corner here, to uh, the city where I was based for four years. I've uh, been working as a PT pretty much yeah. since then. Well, you were a
2: good life, um, Brookfield.
1: Yeah, yeah, Brookfield Place.
2: So you're the kind of demographic in the city is your business person.
1: Yeah, yeah, very uh, general general population. Yeah. Handful of people sort of more interested in the, the strength training and powerlifting side of things, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah, general gen- gen- general. Yeah, po- yeah, yeah, just, you know, come in, get sweaty, yeah, leave, that of sort course. of stuff. of
2: course. What were you doing before you got into the world of personal training?
1: Uh, I was studying. Um, so I studied uh, nutrition for a couple of years.
2: Oh, very cool! You didn't finish the degree?
1: No, no, I did not. Um, Any particular reason? I think for me, I probably just got into it a little bit too young. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I was really overly focused on studying. I think I just kind of liked the idea of it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still like it's still like a an interest. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the official pathway. Can um, you go back it? and finish it? Yeah, yeah, the option is always open. Where did
2: you do it? ECU? Yeah, Where ECU. You? Yeah, yeah, ECU. cool. Yeah. That was just, what, what was the degree exactly?
1: Sorry? What's the actual degree? The degree, uh, so it was nutrition, uh, and then I think it was. But it's a Bachelor
2: of Science. It'd be a
1: Bachelor of Science, yeah. And then the idea was then to go into dietetics.
2: Oh, yeah, cool. Cool. It's a, uh, yeah, I didn't know that myself, man. There you oh, go. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it was an experience. Uh, to say the least
2: and so uh, walk us through how you got involved in the sport and then what led you to come here and uh and work with us
1: uh well to get into the sport of powerlifting yeah 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 um so i it sort of hit a bit of a rut with my training um i'd sort of been doing similar-ish sort of stuff for a long time i'd always been sort of fascinated by getting stronger and also getting bigger and so on as I think uh, most kind of guys are when they first get into the gym. <laughs> um, and then I came across, so I actually knew of you both through Pete, uh, Pete Parsons. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pete, yeah. Um, I'd come and I'd watched uh, meet, I think it was it like Malaga Markets.
2: Oh, uh, that would either been the 2014 Perth Cup or States. Yeah. Was it early w- in the year or late in the year?
1: Oh, that long ago, I can't remember. You don't remember? I, 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 early in the year, maybe.
2: That was Perth Cup then.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um,
2: it uh, would have been very early, like January. Potentially. Pretty sure it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I remember. It like, yeah, in the Malaga markets, um, went down and watched Pete. He pulled something like two hundred and sixty or something. Like he did. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It was. It was, was nice. It, really
0: like it was around that. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, from there, I, I think I, I saw. Did the powerlifting fundamentals course come up? Um, registered. Um, I think at that point it was run over a series of weeks, not a series of days. So, you
2: stood at the course when we ran it over 10 weeks, yes. So, actually, for I've... those that are not aware, um, Elliot's talking about our powerlifting fundamentals course when we first ran, and we've been running this course for now probably five years, hey, Paulie. Yeah, I think so. Easy, actually. Easy. Um, I think it's five, maybe coming on six. We used to run it over 10 weeks. So every week you'd come in on a Wednesday night for an hour, an hour and a half, and we'd do a module every week. Um, Now we run it over a weekend as an intensive, which is kind of a bit nicer because you get the continuity. You don't have to drive in every week. It's just a little bit more difficult for some people who can't commit to a whole weekend.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So, anyway.
1: But I actually, because my partner and I are packing up our apartment at the moment, I found uh, the PTC... uh, Uh, The certificate? The certificate
2: of... (laughs) Which reminds me, I actually have to get new certificates made because I have to send out certificates to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Thank you for reminding me. I'll make sure I get onto that.
1: (laughs) Um, And I remember, like, we were going through the the practical stuff. um, Like, obviously, like, the the squat calls and things of that nature. And I think at that time, I think it was Yanni was preparing for... A meet of some description. I can't yeah. remember what time of the year it was. Yeah. But I remember like being really, really like like so polar to what I'd been exposed to like in the general fitness realm mm-hmm. in that like we were doing a class, so we were sort of well, a class so to speak, exclusive to the remainder of the gym and the music's got real loud. Yanni's gone to go. Do- it would have been like last heavy double or something like that before me. yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, we should stop the class, go, oh, like, we'll go over and watch this. No, so oh, that, yeah, that was I actually really, remember that. I thought that was like, man, that's like a really cool concept to like, everybody here kind of gives a shit about what everybody else is doing. Like, that's that's yeah, really yeah. cool. Like, it was, yeah, I, I think that that was sort of like a crystallizing moment. I was like, damn. Like, what yeah, yeah,
2: this? that's cool. Just that, that happens a lot actually in the course. Yeah. Around the, if the it, like, yeah. if there's comp, comp prep happening, we'll literally stop the course because then we'll just go watch like some of the heavy sets because it gives you, not, again, it gives you the idea yeah. that, It's a team sport and then we actually do give a shit about what everyone else is doing. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, like people
1: like stopping their sets like, i have had to go do this (laughs) issue. Yeah. Whole
2: gym stops. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. That was V2 though. Sorry, my mic just came out. Can you hear me? No. No. Hang on. I have a fail. We're back in a second. Okay, I think we fixed our mic issue now. Yep, looks good. Anyway, where were we?
1: Yes. Uh so yeah, team four.
0: Yes, teams, No, I was gonna say that was that was in V2. Yeah, yeah. So well, that yeah. was you know, obviously the floor space wasn't as big as here, so like if someone's doing something big in there, in that, you know, in that area, yeah. it was really like very obviously very visible and not, you know, obvious, so I think, Yeah,
1: yeah, um, you can well, even here, you can't, you can't yeah,
0: read. true, true, you can't really like, fight someone pulling 300 or something, <laughs> yeah. or something, yeah,
2: sounds good, so what then led you to, um, get to here, so between then and now, what's happened?
1: Um, so i sort of ran my own business as a, as a self-contractor, at a good life, um, my training since sort of starting, obviously under your tutelage, uh, has sort of, it's gotten more and more specific. So, training people started very general, just move about, had lots of like cable work, lots of low risk sort of stuff. Yeah. Not easy, but yeah, yeah, easier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, I personally wanted to get a little bit more direct. Like, I wanted to train people a little bit more specifically, give my business and myself a bit more direction, maybe. Yeah. And as a result, um, I got quite good at teaching people. Like I, I like teaching movement. Um, sort of understanding how, you know, there's not a one size fits all approach and not everybody's going to quite look exactly the same when they're doing stuff, so, no. so yeah, um, and I, I like the idea of like training to principles and understanding that if you're, I guess like abiding by these principles or adhering to these principles, then, you know, the result will come. You've mm-hmm. just kind of got to stick to it. Mm-hmm. And I like the long-term planning of as well. Yeah, yeah. I like that. at this point in time. It was always really cool because like, I I mean, like going like, in a commercial setting, like, one of the stronger people in the gym, which is yeah. A bit of a statement in so. itself. Um, <laughs> given my uh, total. <laughs> um, but, uh, but having uh, people sort of ask like oh, I see you doing this but like man oh, you can do way more than that. I'm like yeah but, like you know, like we, yeah, yeah, yeah we don't need to do that right now and then explain mm-hmm. to people that like 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 any other sport, like I always used to use uh, your same Paul as an example. Mm-hmm. Like that dude is fast. It's gonna be faster if you want your me every day of the week it's only really fast when it needs to be and it's kind of the same thing so it's Yeah. like yeah you know, the, the guys downstairs true. are pretty strong they're really strong at a given point the rest of the year they're stronger than your average but they're not expressing that yes so they're practicing you know average, yeah so.
0: bang on bang on
2: so i guess so i've been coaching Elliot for about four years i reckon now
1: yeah, yeah, I think I contacted you pretty quickly after
2: the um, So yeah, so I've been coaching you for about four years and in that time how many meets have we done? Not a lot. We spent a lot of time just building and, and just getting through stuff. But we've done maybe three or four meets maybe. I think
1: last year we were set to go into our fifth, I wanna say. Yeah. Or fourth maybe, and I kinda of yeah. pulled out, uh just had a lot sort of going on up. didn't really yeah, 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 yeah. suit me. But um but yeah, this year we've got two more lineups, so that should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Actually really excited. So now you're really, really excited
2: makes it a little bit easier as well because yeah. you train here and you know, we're all we're all close here. It makes it a lot easier when you're training in a group and around a bunch of people that are doing the same shit as you're doing. Yeah, yeah, there's no like,
1: uh, yeah. I've got to walk this rap squat out and this is going to really suck. It's like, <laughs> oh, like, there's a bunch of people around me if it does suck at least so, it's Yeah, like, yeah, it's fine, I guess. Yes. So, fine, yeah. So yeah, no, it's, no, it's, it's a far more conducive environment, I think.
2: But, yeah, absolutely look i guess leading on from that i mean i guess paul and i got to the point here and i'll probably i'll maybe let paul explain this um where we needed paul and I obviously have been pretty much doing everything here for
1: kind hey, of eight well, years yeah.
2: apart from a few pts we've had come in and go and we've still got a couple here that do some work but for the majority of the i guess the core work that we do here paul might have been doing everything um but obviously as we grow, it's getting increasingly difficult for poor life to sustain that kind of load. Yeah. Our workload yeah. is crazy. Like even now we're still doing sixty to eighty hours a week. Maybe more. <laughs> um that's we crazy. always say that we work six and a half days a week, right? Yeah. You know, we work Monday to Saturday and on Sundays, you know, if we've got comps on we've got courses, sort of that's yeah. where you're six and six and a half from. <laughs> um so it's just been Especially since we've moved here, it seems to have, the workload seems to have increased a lot more. Um, and so I guess we've got to the point where we needed to take the plunge and actually look at bringing on someone who is going to fit well with what we do, ha- understands and lives our belief system, um, and kind of just gets it, you know, we, over the last six months, maybe 12 months we have put out small ads on social media you know look at the strength coaches and personal trainers and stuff um and you know you, you get a few bites but the first question i always ask people um when they apply for a job here or show some interest is have they been to our gym before because if they haven't i could I'd literally like cross their name <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we're looking for the type of person that would have already come here because they understand what we do. Yeah. And they are in some way invested in strength training. Um, and so if you haven't been here, it actually doesn't make sense to me why I would hire you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This
2: isn't good life. We're looking (laughs) for very, very specific, very specific type of person. Yeah. We don't have 400 employees. We have under five. In fact, you are our first full-time employee, right? Um, we have some independent subcontractors, but you are our first full-time employee. So it was really important for us to find someone who fit in re- and was able to mold really quickly into what we do, without us having to having to baby someone too much. Because it's difficult for us to invest a lot of time up front because we got a lot of shit going on. So we need someone who's literally gonna hit the ground running. Um, and we spoke, we had interviews with a few people. Um, And to be honest, I mentioned your name ages ago to Paulie. um, And then it just obviously worked itself out in the end. Paulie, you want to add anything about the reasons for needing a coach and
0: someone coming on? Yeah, but I'll let Paulie do some talking. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, sort of as Dan said, I think you were right, actually. When we moved to V4, to here, there's certain areas of our business that kind of like accelerated a bit. Like I think our like our took a bit of an acceleration hit, and there's obviously you know you can only work with so many people efficiently and practically, as well as obviously yeah, operate yeah. a huge gym. Helping me with heaps now, which is which is awesome. This morning we fixed some. um
1: a deadlift Jack. I a deadlift Jack and so uh, and veggies. he fixed his fir- he fixed his first.
0: Um, Calibrated weight plates. Oh, yeah. So so that's going to be his job. We don't get many, to be honest. <laughs> tighten, them, tighten them in. They don't really come out all that much. But, um yeah, and it's been great having Eddie on board, to be honest. Uh, he's fit right in, and uh, he's got the right values. He's a good person, and that's, for me, the most important thing. You know? So, welcome to TME. Oh, it's, it's great. It's been to a be pleasure having you here, man. So uh, lots of things coming up this year, which we'll talk about on our podcast in the next coming months. Um, we've got a few hiring strategies this year, which, which is gonna be interesting. A few more hiring strategies and goals, um, which I can't talk about now. <laughs> a few other things going on, which are exciting. But um, yeah, so I a mean, few, almost every year that we've had has been a big year in some way. You know, like last year obviously the move to B4 and then obviously having the national championships for APU were two big things last year. Um this year, well I mean there's a few things coming up, but this year we've got uh, in terms of powerlifting we have introduced the APL mm-hmm. um once again into Western Australia, which I've chosen to only run the drug tested raw with sleeves category. Um, and we have our first comp on april 5th and i think we're going to be tipping at around 40 lifted, which is awesome yeah it's really cool. and we've got some really great lifters in as well which i'm very excited to um to see there's prize money um, there's a great little rule set as well like you know deadlift bar 24-hour weighing yeah uh, you know you know you're allowed to have been your toes for the bench for example um 29 mil I'm allowed to use a 29mm bar, power bar for the squat, which I like, as opposed to a squat bar, and uh, we're allowed to walk out of combo wrap which is my preference as well. And something that's a bit more close to home is I'm allowed to use rubber platform, which is which is fantastic. Um, yeah, so all those things combined, I think uh, the rule set's quite quite good, and I think it works in favour of the lifters. And I think uh, I think that's how the rule should work as long as it's fair, um, as long as you're giving the lifters every opportunity, I think that's the best way to about it. And Paulie, what about the drug testing component? Oh yeah, so we will be running the drug testing side of the APL, so they do have a non-tested side as well. Um, one of the great things I do like about the tested side of the APL is that a minimum of 10% of top lifters on Wilkes get tested at every competition guaranteed. So it's not just you know, once every three years at a random comp, it's every competition. And if testing is not performed, then um, it basically is deemed a non-tested event. So there has to be testing, minimum of 10%, which is great. It's uh, performed by urinalysis and the samples are taken on the day after the meet and everyone, everyone will be um, told after the meet sort of, who's been selected and they must stick around for, uh, to provide a sample. Um, so yeah, that's one of the great things I love about the drug tested side of the APL is that there's regular drug testing. Right, just
1: keeping it as fair as possible,
0: right? Yeah, obviously creating the fairest playing field that one can. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's good. Yeah, I'm really excited for it.
2: Yeah, look, I like the fact that every comp is going to have drug testing. Yeah, it's awesome. Because it gets a little bit long in the tooth when, for example, in the APU, We've been running meets here for, say, almost two years, probably, And only one of those meets has had drug testing. Outside of nationals. So, outside of nationals. Oh, right. So it's like, sure, there's drug testing, but there, is there really drug testing? Mm-hmm. I think if you are like going to be a drug test federation, you need to have drug testing at every meeting. well, you In some capacity.
1: You think they go hand in hand, right? Otherwise, what is the
0: point? Look, there are, you know, differences in expenses as well, which I understand. Um but anyway, so if you're keen on some drug-tested uh powerlifting, we will be running drug tested APL category here at Roochie's Gym. Um if you wanna to know more information, you can contact me at PaulRuchisGym.com or you can come to the gym or you can give me a call or something like that and uh happy to answer your questions. But yeah, 5th of April is the next one, which is only four or five weeks away, which is gonna be exciting. And then we'll be running states in July or June, I think June. And then June seven, June seven, and then the APL National Championships is on the Gold Coast in August. So that's gonna be exciting as well. So APL looking uh, pretty good
2: here. I think getting 40 for that first meet is actually a really good guy. Yeah. In terms of other meets here, we have the ladies are lifting on March 29th. We still have tickets available if you were a lady and want to lift. Um, yeah, check out the Facebook events page. There are tickets available. And then obviously the popular GPC double state powerlifting championships coming up in May, pretty sure it's May. You yeah, already have almost 90 lifters registered and I know there's still more to register. So we should tip hundred for GPC States this year. Um, it will be obviously a two day event. Not sure how the days are going to be structured yet. I'm getting lots of questions. Just be patient. It's something that will work out. Yeah. Um, because, over the next know. probably four to six weeks, um, but more than likely the days will be split into two sessions, um, and that's really just to be having the parking issues. So we have to be very very. Um, careful with the way we manage and run these events. Um, Look outside of that, there are other things going on. Um, In June we have the next Powerlifting Fundamentals course. We have also an advanced course scheduled, I think for in July or August, from memory. Look, all of our events are on the Facebook page um, or they're in the calendar of events um, on the website. I think if you go to the powerlifting menu, um, there's an upcoming events Mm -hmm. link and you can see all the events that are coming up. And if you go there, I think they will link to the appropriate Facebook event. So yeah. you can check all the information out from there. But um, one thing I did want to sort of uh, talk about was how it fits into the coaching mm. here at the gym. Um, so like Paul said, our, our, the coaching side of our business um, has is growing and continues to grow. So it, it becomes increasingly more difficult for me to take on clients.
1: Yeah, well, you are limited by time, right?
2: Right, so, and also the more we take on it means the quality of our service to our existing clients potentially can diminish because we are spread more and more thin and that's certainly something that we don't want because we do proud ourselves in having quite an interactive and high level of service product if that makes sense yeah um service yeah so elliot's basically coming on board to help um take on some of that load in our coaching service and so Elliot, i think elliot's already got 20 we've already got 20 under Elliot, yeah, roughly? Yeah, 20. You've got another one starting on Monday, L. I haven't told you yet, it's on your list. One, there you go. So, yeah, so Elliot's already up to like 20. Um, I think between our coaching team, so at the moment our coaching team really, in terms of powerlifting coaching, um, is Paul, myself, and Elliot, right? So I think at the moment we're managing way over 100 lifters. Close to 150, um, I think something like that. You know, so it's a pretty big, pretty big team of lifters, huge roster. So obviously, it makes sense that we bring on board someone who is able to coach and nurture new lifters. Um, you know, and, and and lifters from beginners all the way to elite lifters. So we do have quite a broad spectrum. We don't just work with a particular type of client. Um, obviously, we do want to make sure they're interested in barbell and working with a barbell. Um, that's probably the minimum requirement. Do they want to get stronger? Yes or no? If the answer is I'm yes, in town, then we're happy to work with that yeah. person. Um, and we do lots of rehabilitation work and return to sport, return to training protocols as well as part of that service. But um, you know, it's awesome to have you on board, Elliot. Honestly, as soon as you come on board, the, even myself, I feel like a like, bit of weight that I've been lifted to my shoulders. Um, it's nice just to have you in the gym and just to have someone else around that's here like, pretty much full time with ball and huh? I uh, And that can just take shit on board and get shit done.
1: Yeah, well, it's nice to be here as well, right? Like, it's yeah. a, very much a two-way street
2: yeah which is awesome which is why you're here but um, yeah so that's basically how the coaching service is panning out now we are Elliot is definitely going to be taking on board more of sort of the beginner um lifters and over time he'll be taking on, on board more intermediate and some more advanced as well because um, Paul and I kind of need to spend more of our time working with sort of our advanced um lifters um, but yeah look that's just the way it is it's progression like any other progression in Training, progression, coaching. um very um, really, sport as well. Yeah, it's a, it's an important part of pro- progression in general. In fact, our last podcast was about progression in the sport, which was in January, so it was a while ago. Yeah, Elliot's also taking on board some other responsibilities, um, running some strength club sessions um, and a whole range of other things as well. Some of them a little bit under the bit top secret right for the time up, being. Right um, so there's, force said there's a few really exciting things happening. Um, this year, um, which we're really, really excited about. So I uh, look forward to announcing some of those things in the near future. How's your training going? Me? Mm. My training? My training's been going pretty well. I'm back up to over 100 kilos. I think I was 101 this morning. Damn! Um, yeah, It's actually been going well. My, I'm managing my hip. My hip's okay. My right knee's playing up a little bit, but it's not stopping me from squatting. Um, it actually feels better with a wrap on, you know, with the added stability. Uh, but even when i put a sleeve and I don't feel any, it's just sometimes it just feels like shit. But um, my bench is pretty much back to oh, where yeah, it was. Good. So bench 145 by five last week, um, 145 triples on Saturday, and today yeah. I'm gonna probably drop it back and do sets of six at 130 or something like that. Um, but you no, know, training's going well, man. The squat and the deadlift still have a bit of work. The deadlift definitely has more work than the squat. Um, I'm trying to deadlift twice a week so Ooh. it just get my confidence you know a really light day and then something yeah. that's moderately heavy but not too heavy where I'm not interested <laughs>
1: <laughs> like fun
2: because yeah. man when I go to deadlifts I just I lose interest I get okay, dairy you all got to buy it <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> it's funny because I post a video on Instagram and Heidi will say to me like dude like why would you post that video because <laughs> <laughs> I look so disinterested because it's true I just hate deadlifting. I think that's just a a symptom of me not doing enough of it, to be honest. And I think as I do more, the confidence will get there. But some of that training's been going well. Paulie is looking
0: shredded. Yes. Paulie, what's going on with, with your ICN Come on, Tell us about it. Um, well, we are just just over five weeks away from stepping on stage, representing Ruchi's gym for the first time, which is really <laughs> exciting. Uh, me and Rich are really excited um, about it. It's... I mean, I mean, I can, I remember when it was like 25 weeks away, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thinking, you know, 25 weeks away. Heaps, of time. heaps yeah. of time. you know, like get my posing right and get, you know, get my body right, my training right. And now it's like, we're in a time period now, like if I get sick, it could be over. And that's mm-hmm. how close we are. So, um, yeah, I'm being very, very diligent at home and just make sure I'm doing all the right things. And uh, training's going really well. Um I'm um, just over seventy-six kilos now. Um, I was. Nine I'm twenty-five f- kilos heavier than you, bro. Yeah, something like <laughs> twenty-five kilos. Yeah. So um, oh, I'm like, I'm, like I'm yes. not, well, this morning I weighed seventy-six point three, and our expectation is, oh, well, after speaking and reach anyway, I thought we were going to head down to say seventy-four, but it's now saying seventy-two and being about seventy-three to seventy-three and a half Damn, on stage. Yeah, light. Um. It's light, but, but we're looking for some serious conditioning and, and serious lean, lean, leanness, um, which I'm looking forward to, you know. Um, training has been pretty good. There's a lot of hours in training right now, um, a bit of cardio in there as well, um, which have turned into like mini CrossFit sessions, which has been pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's going good, man. I feel good. I feel good, which is which is good. So what categories are you in? I'm, well, firstly, I'm only doing uh, Men's Physique. Um, I was, conce- we were considering also classic, a classic bodybuilding, but I've decided to put all my effort into Men's Physique. Um, and I'll be on stage for the Novice, First-timers, Masters, Opens. Um, and if, I believe if I win one of those categories, I get to go on stage for the overall, so pretty exciting. Um, yeah, it's going to be a new experience, and we've we've got four tables dedicated to Ruchi Gym people, and it's pretty much all sold out. Also, some family and, and friends outside of the gym, which is cool. Um, I'm in show two, which is good because you know there's also the other heavy hitting categories like uh, the female bikini. So once I told my friends the female bikini would be on, they were all saying,
1: <laughs> yeah, i, like. I go in those other three tables."
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to see them in that. Uh, I'm like, women's bikinis on. Yep, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so What's like, the goal for? What's the goal? The goal, well, I mean, if you asked me 25 weeks ago, the goal, well, firstly would have been to obviously, you know, like, you know, put up a respectable showing. You know what I mean? Not embarrass myself. Yeah, it you like
1: you belong there, right? Yeah,
0: like, so sort of not embarrass myself. Put up a respectable showing. I don't, I don't want people to be like, oh, you know, there's just a watch that power trying to try and make your body look. Like, I, I want to look the part, you know, yeah. and I've, I've, done, I've, honestly, I mean, I have really done my best so far, so, I think, you know, I think I'm going to be proud of my, um, my stage appearance, um, my posing's going really well, um, being helped by Xavier Wills, the posing master, uh, probably be posing a lot more in the next, Four weeks, four to five weeks, doing a bit more in the gym as well. Just, you know, posing in front of people. You know, it's one thing to pose in front of a mirror and and upstairs by yourself, and, and also in lessons. But I think posing in front of people as well is a little bit different. Let's organise a big posing show here in the gym, where All the crew can come and watch it. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll organise it in that way. But I think I'll just I'll just put my bodies on and get out there. And if, Whatever happens, happens. Let's live broadcast that shit on livepowerlifting.tv. Oh we have to create livebodybuilding.tv. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. I'm really, I'm very excited about it. Um, and then hopefully um, the plan is to go to Sydney to, to compete at the nationals, um, which is three weeks later at the Sydney Fitness Expo, I believe, and that should be good. Um, Worlds for season A was in Korea, but they've canceled it due to the um, the coronavirus. So, oh, well, I was considering going to Korea, to be honest, but so that sort of made my decision. Yeah, probably does not to. Made, yeah, made my decision for me. I like Korea. It would be good. Season B world is in Las Vegas, and I think a lot of people are wanting to go to Las Vegas. I'm one of them, don't get me wrong, but I don't think, I won't be competing in season B, but um, I'll just definitely take the year off and grow a bit. Um, yeah, it's been a great experience, man,
2: honestly. Yeah. Yeah, look, just watching you, man, to be honest, there's actually a lot of lessons, I think, that even the world of powerlifting can learn from bodybuilding and vice versa, mm. you know, um, just in terms of training intensity um, and intent as well, exercise intent, because mm. you can see that you're really focused on targeting and isolating muscle groups, whereas when you see some of the people in powerlifting perform exercises, sometimes it's a little bit global,
0: if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like global face pulls. Yeah, you know, or a dumbbell row, you know. So yeah. I think there's a lot that can be learned. It's been great to have you in the gym. And I think a lot of people have been watching you and realizing how difficult bodybuilding actually is. Mm. So, man, hats off. It is difficult. The dieting is probably the hardest part. Yeah. I mean, we all like, don't get me wrong, the training is obviously hard, but it's something that we all like doing. Yeah. Dieting would probably be the most.
1: I can imagine it would be less of like a forced effort to go downstairs and train. Because you no, like I, doing it anyway. But I
0: think at this, um, yeah, I think for me, I think at this stage, I'm actually finding the training a bit more difficult right now. Um, yeah, because you're hungry, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the dieting's been okay. I mean, hunger levels aren't too bad. You know, there's a few tricks, you know, that you can, you can do. Meal timing and, and using very sort of low-calorie dense foods and, and, and drinks and things like that it's um, honestly the training has been has started to become harder than the diet. I've always been quite compliant with diet, so it hasn't really been too much of a problem. Um, but the training, simply because of the length of training and the amount of cardio that I'm doing now um, has, has been the hard part. Yeah, but I still, I still like it. Like, you know, some people ask me if, you know, am I looking forward to getting on stage? But I am, but i'm just also looking forward to the next four or five weeks of pain because then when I'm on one stage it'll you know it'll be worthwhile it'll be worth it will you know, so so i'm still looking forward to the training and over the next four or five weeks and seeing my body change and stuff like that yeah i think it's similar to powerlifting in a way the next four or five weeks
2: will be an expression of the work that you've put in over the last two years which, which is, is a good. credit to you man you look you look fucking amazing to be honest yeah so, so, yes. i mean i feel like a fat Murphy. <laughs>
1: Um, Which 12. is fine, yeah. I'm not
2: training to look like poorly, I'm training for something else, but it's yeah. way easier <laughs> just to be a fat, not that I'm, I would not say I'm fat, but it's way easier just to put weight on yeah. and just eat and get strong than it is to like diet down it's efficiently. To a as well, right? Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. different. But um, the two sports are very different and we have this conversation with people all the time. Bodybuilding and lifting are almost, uh, literally on opposite sides of the spectrum, they're polarizing bodybuilding is a beauty pageant where you can walk onto that stage as depleted as fuck and not able to perform at all and powerlifting is the exact opposite you have to be able to walk onto this platform at your optimum
0: <laughs> you call it a beauty pageant
2: <laughs> Look, so obviously, obviously it's
0: an aesthetic sport which is cool and it's actually, more of a beauty pageant I, than powerlifting i definitely have a new appreciation for the aesthetic athlete, athlete ashley um <laughs> now let's talk about posing posing is really hard posing is a performance it may not be a maximal effort performance but it is a performance and um, it's something that i definitely underestimated um, i th- obviously i was new to posing when i first started uh, 11 or so weeks ago my first session, obviously I was anxious about it because like, you know, it's just a very awkward, you know, when I was confronting, yeah. it was confronting, it was awkward, but Zaggy did a great job at, um, you know, really relaxing me and just starting off on the basic stuff, just like a coach should do, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, posing is a performance, right? So so I don't think it's entirely fair to call it a beauty pageant because you, you don't just walk up there and just walk off the stage. Um, you, you are literally um, creating a performance to show off you know to, to show off the body that you've sculpted in the weeks leading up to the um, to being on stage um, yeah I've definitely a newfound appreciation for the aesthetic athlete for sure well,
1: I guess it's similar to powerlifting in the sense that like if you aren't tuning into people's training day in and day out all you're seeing is their final effort you're seeing their expression of their yeah. hard work and it's similar to bodybuilding in it like Oh, uh, you're getting on stage and that is your expression of your work I've asked for you like yeah, eight,
0: 18 months I mean I, I mean, honestly I will extend that I took 4 years um, I started um, you know I started becoming interested in, in this type of thing about 4 years ago and I, I did a you know I did that sort of um, transformation about 4 years ago then I got sick and then I went back into powerlifting because I needed to bring my weight back up and my strength levels back up and then obviously beginning of last year, I was 93 in my powerlifting competition weight and then decided it was time to, after speaking with Rich and going to season eight, and I said to Rich, let's do season eight next year. So then the whole sort of journey began. Um, so when I get on stage, it will literally be 12 months since... I started this final... Did you sort of
1: say, yeah, let's do this?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I wanted to do it about four years ago. I was interested and then I got sick and then, you know, so obviously that put a spanner in the works, which is fine. Um, so I think, for me, like, when people look at my transformation photos, you know, like when I was 93, in front of the, in front of the, uh, the whiteboard, you know, in my black um, jocks or whatever and then they compare it to something like now. See, for me, that's not the transformation transformation for me is me in a hospital bed, right? Yeah. So, and that's the transformation I'm gonna put up when start. So it's done. So cool. it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah,
2: I, mean, um, yeah, I <laughs> think it's like, <laughs> you know, you hit an in the head there, like going from um, near death to, well, I mean, you yeah. certainly high risk. High risk um, to then getting on the stage is, yeah, it's awesome. Well, well done. All right. Do we have much more to add? What's going What else is going on around here lately? Obviously there's a lot going on, but there's some things that we can't talk about quite just yet.
0: Um, look, look, I guess outside of that- Anyone's interested in some group stuff? Yeah,
2: look, I mean, we've been running strength before, just brought our strength club, which it's, is- Well, it's been over a over a year. It's really our um, group based strength training model. Um, and it's a fantastic model because it means that people can get 100% supervision with a coach on the floor. And, you know, the program itself comes with literally everything you need to get the results. Yeah,
1: for. I was quite impressed. Like when I took over that side of things, I was quite impressed with how much you got. Like, like as a participant, like how much was it laid out for you and just yeah. the, the way that it was structured was I think quite unique. Yeah,
2: that's good to know. But we, we definitely tried to structure Strength Club in a way that, it delivered high value mm-hmm. um and that we also delivered on the promises that we make which is really important to us um so look there's lots of group-based stuff out there i mean that's the majority of the fitness world but we kind of do believe that we add something a little bit different to that group model and the group model that we have um it is kind of has kind of benefited from the experiences that we have in the sport of powerlifting and strength training and that's the type of thing that we've tried to bring into the strength club um, people just like to get strong you know um, and even some people in the strength club you know they're not all that considered with body composition people that people have all sorts of different goals Some people yeah. just want to get stronger some people do it because they have with for mental health benefits um and some obviously for body composition some bit of both so it's a really good model that we have doesn't someone, matter what goals you have,
0: yeah, you can achieve those goals. You know, we have someone doing it uh, who's managing fibromyalgia and those sorts of diseases. So uh, obviously, exercise really helps manage those sorts of um, those sorts of issues and things. But yeah, strength goals, body composition goals, yeah, it's really up to the individual. Yeah, well, basically the way that works is. Every four weeks, we run
2: like a four-week introduction program, which we call our Strength Kickstart. It's three days a week. Um, and that four weeks really is an indoctrination period that allows you to get a feel for how Strength Club will be uh, and allows us enough time to work with you because then we can work out what's going to be suitable. Um, and sometimes people don't come into Strength Club, they come into membership online coaching with us. It really depends on the person. But that four weeks is just enough time to sort of get an idea of, find out if, one, this is the place that you want to remain long-term, and two, um, then what's going to be suitable going forward. But um, if you are interested in in getting involved in Strength Club, um, get in touch. We do have spots open in our Kickstart, and like I said, they run every four weeks. The next one starts March 23rd, and I think the one after that is April 22nd. So get in touch. Obviously, if you are interested in in just one-on-one coaching and powerlifting coaching, um, it doesn't matter where you live. We coach lifters all around the world get in touch because uh yeah obviously we can definitely help you all right let's wrap it up let's wrap it up we've got shit to do um i think we've been going for over 40 minutes now um look let's wrap it up and we're going to try and have a new podcast out every two weeks and we are going to promise to stick to that um and we're hopefully instead of coming on here and just giving you an update of what's been going on we're going to cover some actual some decent material (laughs) all right um because we had, had had a lot of people ask um, when the next podcast is coming out. I keep telling you next week, next week, and it doesn't come out. So I feel a bit stupid, but we're gonna try and stick to a 4 schedule. No, I've hours. got a lot going on, I think that's. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah I, and I've had a baby, so, um, you know, obviously we've got some excuses. But uh, you can either have results or excuses, right, El? Yeah, yes, very true. So um, we're gonna try and aim for some results. <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap it up. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take it easy.
1: See you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Ruchi Strength Cast. Be sure to subscribe to join us on the journey and for more information, visit ruchisgym.com.